We represent you. Outside again, Tupou away, Tedesco put it in, this time it's Kiri in support. We feel you by your presence. Via Rooster. Well, Roosters fans, welcome to another week of Roosters Radio. And not much to crow about last week, Silky. No bells this week, of course. COVID lockdown. She's up there safely in the Central Coast with our Roosters supporters supporting us from afar. But I must say, last week, Silky, very tough night at the office for our mighty Roosters on the field. And, uh, you know, 46-0 to the hands of Melbourne. Didn't get across the try line. I just think it's a bad night at the office. We know our boys and Coach Robinson will turn this around this week. What the hell? What, what's going on? What's going on here? Mate, what are you doing here? Well, here's a turn off for the books. Renowned rugby league journalist, Ruz Bothell's joined us. G'day, Ruz. Yeah, good up, boys. Sorry about that. Just give us a second, we I've got to get my breath. I come up the stairs because you've asked me for a scoop and, and i got one for you. What do you got to report there, Russ? Well, at the time of, of this podcast, mate, I, I, at the time it's going ahead, I know that, uh, well, two of your players are signed, you know, and uh, they're signed for a period of time that I think will make your fans happy and, and probably uh, give you another chance to crack at the Premiership Trophy. Who are you talking about? Mate, you've got uh, Daniel Tupu. Well, he's got two more years. He's the longest serving back in the, in the side there. And uh, 2013, he's won himself a competition. He's won another couple. I mean, that's a, not a bad signing, boys. Uh, great signing. And they're uh, really delighted to have Toops stay with us for a couple more. The old man's a huge fan. A big, big fan. Why wouldn't you be, mate? He's, uh, he should have been a cleaner. Now, look, uh, Lindsay Collins, he's uh, he's another dynamic young signing, mate. You saw they missed him in Origin to Queensland this year. They just uh, they just weren't that good up front. I mean, he's not the prettiest bloke, Lindsay, but geez, he can play footy. He sure can. And uh, three years signing, such great news. It's actually four years, mate. I'll do the scoops if you don't mind. I don't want to be like, you know, having a bloke. Let plenty of blokes have a go at me, mate. I don't agree with this, okay? If you want another scoop. Don't don't start telling me my job, okay? Okay, I'm telling you, Lindsay Collins is four years. All right, mate? Got it. Okay, the time of this podcast, you asked me for a scoop. I've come running in from headquarters and this is how you treat me. I'm out of here, boys. I've had enough of this. Well, Ruz, hang on a mate. Hang on, just give us a second. I just want to confirm, Daniel Tupu and Lindsay Collins, both for two and four years, mate. Great news for our roosters and should set the boys up for a big win Saturday night. I don't care, mate. I'll be watching the Sharks. I just wanted to give you a scoop because I like you young blokes. I'll go away with you. I'll send the World Club Challenge. And Nick said you're so okay, but that's it. That's all i got for you. I'm out of here. Well, Russ, thanks for the scoop, mate. Really appreciate the heads yes. up. And congratulations to uh, to Toops Bush and, of course, to Lindsay Collins. Yeah, mate. And, and Russ, I love what you've done with your hair, mate. Uh, tell Brad McCoy it's done wonders. And Bush, in other big signing news this week, our NRLW's team, Jessica Sergis, uh, one of the stars of New South Wales team that played last week, uh, former Dally M winner, Jillaroo's player, she signed. She's a uh, she's a young rooster at heart. She uh, played for the Dragons last year, but grew up in the eastern suburbs. Yeah. So uh, congratulations, and uh, I think that's a great signing. Look, I'm really excited. Strong um, signing, and a big Roosters fan. Yeah, you? yeah. But looking ahead to the NRLW season, we've got some big names. So Isabel Kelly comes back to the Roosters. Of course, we've got Corbin Baxter there. Hannah Southall, who's my favourite 
Wow, um, what a dynamic NRLW player. Just, just an unbelievable defender. Good with the ball as well. Uh, they're all part of that team, as, as well as a couple of young uh, Tasha Gale uh, stars making their way into the big time. Yeah, got a got a real Rico style about a Hannah Southwell. I don't know who she bases a game. I'd love to have her on Roosters Radio. We will oh, get we her. We'll on. get her. We'll get her. And uh, you know, our women's team has just gone from strength to strength. We new, haven't new coach as well, John yeah. Strange, who was part of that Central Coast team that won the premiership last year, and of course Kylie Hilda, assistant coach as well, as well as uh, young Blakey Cavallaro. Yeah, plenty of experience. And, and Blake, you know, congratulations on this program. Uh, you know, we know he, he won the women's uh, under-18 state of origin with a great young plethora of stars. So lots to look forward to in our women's NRLW game. You're on Roosters Radio. And when we come back, the man himself, Victor the Inflictor. Well, Roosters fans, every week we get the big names. And Silky, there's nothing more exciting. We get this young man who is coming back from suspension. Uh, last year we missed him so much through injury. And the fans love him. He's a favourite. Hero of the people, Bush. He's a hero of the people, mate. We've got a photo of him out in our bar outside. There's half a statue yeah, built. Yeah, we're, we're, still, working on, we're still chipping away. <laughs> well, we're chipping away. We spoke to his old man. We actually need a, a fair bit more bronze for yeah. you know certain parts of his muscles. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, mate, we're going to get that done. But would you please welcome to Roosters Radio, uh, Victor Radley. Vic, welcome. Hey, cheers, lads. Firstly, Vic, welcome back, mate. You must be chomping at the bit to play footy this weekend. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've um, spent a long five weeks, kind of, was even a bit long with the boys. So, mate, um, I'm ready to I'm ready to go hard. I'm getting in fights with my roommate and home and everything. So it's good to go. Just just uh, enlighten us a little bit. How have you spent the time? Obviously, we know you had a little trip up the ghost. But other than that, mate, you've been working <laughs> on the house or what have you been up to? Yeah, I just got a a um, new place actually just as I got suspended. So it's like an old nineteen forties Art Deco semi, like in um in Waverley there. So I've just been kind of making that Liverpool, put a new kitchen in, like a little temporary kitchen, and uh, fixed a few things up myself. So I've just been in there, just kind of plodding around with that, which um, worked out well with the suspension and um and COVID as well. Although I'd love to be playing, but had some time to um get that place ready, which has been good. Some of uh, Eastern Suburbs' biggest real estate agents said it was a uh, a cracker of a price you got too for that. Yeah, Jason Boone sorted us out. <laughs> Boone. He, uh, the he's great a legend. Man. The unit got me the house, so I sorted it all for me, mate. I was stoked. Another legend of Bronny Burney and a former wave early, and we love him, mate. Uh, any any truth to the rumor that uh, Nick Politis is putting a bird bath, which is a statue of himself holding the uh, NRL Premiership trophy in the front yard? Oh yeah, I'd have that in my house for sure. <laughs> We've, you all I'll need one. That. We all need one. Mate, uh, getting to footy, our fans are so excited for your return, mate. You are somewhat of a an enforcer and a hard man. If if nothing nothing else, you know, you're no longer Jared Weir, Hargrove's understudy, mate. You're right at the front with him. But, you know, when you, you had your time off the five weeks, they're into your tackling style. Have you had to make any changes or adjustments to how you tackle, which, you know, we think's crazy, but anyway. Well, mate, I don't think it's, it's, it's how I, I tackle. I think I've been playing since 2017 now and that was only the from memory the, the second time I've been suspended for a high tackle in this week so mm. I definitely don't have a problem with my style it's more just um just uh, the way the game's gone and how fast it is when there's um when there's moments when it's hard, it's hard to explain on here but when I'm long striding is whenever I get myself in strife so if I'm really long striding and someone steps me like Munster did at the start of the year and I stick my arm out so more just working hard on like shortening my feet up, which is um good for my knee as well. So um, whenever I'm long striding, I get in strife. So 
that's the only thing I've been really working on, but that's more so for my knee, but it's definitely not my tackling style. I think my tackling style is um my tackling style is fine. Obviously he got his show off against um Brisbane, but uh, oh God, I probably wanted to smash him in the head, so <laughs> I, I was losing my mind a bit that game. So um not my style, more just um, some stuff with my feet and, and stuff with my knee, which I'm working on. It, it did look like from the big screen, like your eyes were rolling around the back of your head uh, at <laughs> certain stages of that game, Vic. Yeah, no, it was it was all happening that game, mate. It was picking on young Sammy Walker, so. Yeah, good on you. Um, I, I learned a lesson the hard way anyway. Yeah, mate. Well, we're looking forward to you coming back. And it's such great news to our fans because we don't think you need to do anything about your tackling style. But it is interesting for our fans to hear that, mate. You're the experts. We're not. Jakey Friend come on and, and he talked about, so, you know, the players getting a chance to train in October for maybe just lowering their target. Uh, and he also talked about under fatigue. And Vic, you know, when you've missed five weeks of footy, you're not going to come back as fit as you started the season with. It also happens then. Can you explain a little bit about under fatigue? What happens? Yeah, for sure. So I guess when you get tired, um, my first instinct is is um, I kind of, I'm tired. I move a bit slower. I'm moving a bit slower. But then when, when it's time to go, I just kind of my whole life I've always gotten a strife for this. It's when I'm tired I end up planting my feet and kind of launching from a distance. It's a bit it's a bit a lazier way to tackle. So I kind of plant and launch and that's when I get myself in strife. You know, when I'm, you know, at the start of the game my feet are moving a lot more and like moving around the park a lot better. So there's less planting and launching, which is um when you get in strife, especially with these blokes with good footwork and stuff. So I guess it's just as soon as you get tired, just being able to I keep my feet under my body and and keep working on that, which is which is difficult, mate. But I'm I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Now, Vic, your rise and rise in this team and amongst the fans. You know, we didn't expect this much from you in such a short period. 2017, you shot onto the scene. We watched you play in the 21s. We watched you play at the Crocodiles. We always knew you were going to play first grade, mate. I, I predict you're a future captain of this club, and your leadership has gone to a new level in such a short space of time. Do you feel with, say, Teddy and Angus out this week as, you know, yourself and Jared, you've become such a dynamic young leader. Do you feel that you've stepped into that role because you've just assumed it? Um, yeah, definitely definitely on the field. I'm, I'm, I'm really confident on the field with, um, with how we want to play and how the team wants to play and how I want to play. So I think um, I can have a really strong field. I've a um, strong voice on the field, sorry. I've obviously got... Um, uh, some stuff to work on probably off the field, just just in that leadership department. Um, stop being the young kid and, and start standing up a bit more. But I definitely think it's training and and on the field, I've I've got a really strong voice and and a confident voice. So I try and use that as much as I can. But obviously, still stuff to work on. If, um, I want to get to the caliber of of Jake and Boyd, who were pretty strong leaders for us for a long time, and um, obviously gone now. So someone's gonna have to fill into those shoes, and I've got a long way to go, but. I think on the field I'm I'm going okay and just some off field stuff which I can get on top of and um, I'm sure I can be yeah a great leader. I, I really enjoy it. I tell you what, Vic, from a fan's point of view, that was probably the greatest answer we've ever heard. But just <laughs> on, just on uh, the departure of uh, Boydie and of course Friendy mm. as leaders, mate, what have you learnt from them? If you could just think back to you know, is there certain things in the game or whatever? But you know, they're no longer on the paddock. But what are some of the things that you can take away that you can add to your own game? Um, Boydo's and Nugget's still around a bit, and and just everything they they say. Boydo said something today which which shocked me, but he just said um, we're in there and we're talking about um, tough moments, and and obviously he was the best in the in the game in the world at at those tough moments, and what his mindset was about um, no matter how tight he was or what was going on in the game, the heart of the game, he just kept 
going back to what's my role and then just going to nail his role no matter how he felt. Uh, something really simple but um, can get overseen. I think you can overthink things sometimes and worry about every everything else. But like one of the best in the in the game at tough moments, all he went back to was just uh, knowing knowing his role, what's my role, and then no matter how he felt, how tired, how sore, he just went and done it. So something real simple that I learned today. Well, he said a few times before that, but struck me again today, which is um, good learnings, things like that off off those blokes and about tough moments is is when they're the best. So I try and listen to them when they talk about those moments. Yeah, it's so true, Vic. You think about rugby league and the folklore it creates, you know, the, the Gidley or the ben, Benji flick, you know, a few years back, you got the Cordner carry and no one carried it out from our line better than Boyd. And it would have yeah, been, for sure. what's it feel like as a young player? You know, you come in at 2, 17, 18, 19, and, you know, we win comps. When you're on your line like that, they pin you down, they kick into your corners, applying pressure. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got to be buggered. And then all of a sudden, Boyd just does a coordinate carry. What does that do to you and other members of the team? Mate, it, it, it lifts everyone. It's it's just a, something that was just ingrained in him. He was just, no matter how he felt, he was kind of carted out that Empress, which is um, which was awesome when he was there, but he's obviously not there anymore. And I don't think um, the way I play, I'm going to go taking any corner carries in behind the ruck like that. <laughs> I reckon you right. uh, You're a ball yeah, player, son. parts which I can, I can um, use my strengths to, to help us out in those situations. But, mate, no matter how hard it was, he just he just turned up, which yeah. was um, it was pretty awesome having him in your team. Yep. And, mate, both him and Friendy, I mean, to have those two as leaders, I mean, it must just give you so many ounces of confidence to run out there. What will you miss most about running out with both uh, Nug and Boydie? Um, well, Bordeaux's presence is just something about him. He's been at the club lately the last couple of weeks and ever since he's retired and even just his presence still is just, I don't know, he just makes you feel safe. I don't know what it is. He's, he's not, yep. I wouldn't say he's like scary or anything like that. He just makes you feel safe and, and comfortable and he's such a good dude, easy to talk to. So um, probably that feeling of feeling safe and then Nug just, just never stop, mate. You, you know that if you make a mistake, he was going to clean it up for you. So yep. I think um, having them there, that was the best thing about them. You know they had their back and made you feel safe and they were going to fix your stuff up. Benny Thomas, mate, he's on the bench. Uh, your roommate. For the Roosters fans that aren't familiar with Ben, maybe give us a little bit of a background. I know he came through the Norse program, um, you know, and I hear he's a bit of a chat around the uh, the living quarters as well. Yeah, so I, I first he's from Central Coast, young Benny Thomas, and I, I played with him in under twenties when we won it in twenty sixteen. So he was in that team. He was our starting front rower, and just been real good mates since. And then he um he went off for a couple of years, um, went up to Newcastle for a few years, and then um, came back to North. And then we were up we were up the coast um, on a holiday together. And I remember him telling me he's like, oh, I was um I was heaps upset when I had to move back to Central Coast because he was living in Sydney at the twenties, and then. I just said, come move in with me. So for the last what eighteen months, he's he's lived with me. He's he's working my old band as a carpenter, and he's um he's a legend of a bloke. He's a legend of a bloke. He's so funny. He's good to laugh. He's got big ears, big fat lad, big gut, fit as a fiddle. But he's just mate. He's so good to laugh at. So he's um it's been good fun living with him, and I'm I was stoked to see him debut um up at Gold Coast the other week. Um obviously. Went up there, had some fun, but yeah. it was um, good to see him debut. But it'll be better to play with him, mate, this week. And for those that aren't, I mean, he looks—he's like a young version of Bush with hair. But I—I've I, yeah. I've noticed on your uh, Instagram account, he's pretty good on the tooth too. 
Oh, mate, he's a pig. He's a dead set pig. He's a full pig. He's a Central Coast pig. He um he loves a beer. He's just a just true true blue Aussie bloke. He's um he's so funny, mate. He's so funny. Sounds wish... like my kind of man. But I might have to send a photo of me with hair, and I should oh, knock around Rico and Freddie and, and Fletch. Tell you what, we had some great times. If he's on smoke, oh, do you leave him alone? Oh, yeah, bloody ass, mate. I've seen the man punch five pies from, what's that pie joint down the coast? When we're down the coast, he smashed Heather five Bray pies. pies. Big pies. <laughs> a doozy joint down wherever it was near Molymo. Yeah. <laughs> and the man can eat and don't touch him. He can drink two cans of beer. Oh, look Just, out. You know, he bites himself on how fast he can skull. <laughs> true Just, central coast. Yeah, mate. true coasty. Now, mate, I've got a couple of questions from the fans. Uh, and the first one comes from Adam Kant, and he says, Victor, do you always choose a particular player in the opposition team to go after during a match? Or do you just want to smash everyone who comes your way? No, I don't think I pinpoint um, anyone out before the game. I think things happen in the game, but I don't really go out um, thinking about smashing blokes too much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. I think it just happens in the game, and emotions take over, and opportunities come where you, where you can go after someone. But there's obviously a few players I've had history with before, which are coming into the start of the week, my eyes are rolling, and I, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go and kill him. So, um, other than that, mate, I don't really overthink it too much. I just, um, if a big bloke wants to run straight at me, I'll I'll hit him as hard as I can, pretty much. But um, I do I do definitely pinpoint um, the other middles more so. I don't want to be someone that goes after halfbacks or something like that. I'd yeah. I'd rather be going after a big lad. So nice. That. Yeah, he's a man's man. You've met uh, Nigel. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> listen, the last and another question from Denny McGuinness. Denny asks. What do you love most about the club? Well, the first thing that comes to my head is the area we just spoke about. Um, just got a house on on Varna Park there. I grew up in Cavelli, Bronte Beach, down there my whole life. So mm. I just love it so much. I'll never move out of the eastern suburbs. And the area is just so much history, and and the club has so much history. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel. I feel connected to it so much, so um, probably that, just the, the history and growing up here and, and the area and just feels like home and feels like feels like mine kind of, which is which is a good feeling. It's real comfortable. Yeah, and mate, for us Rooster Purists, I'll give you something back. We feel like we own a little bit of the Victor Radley story, mate. You're from, from Bronny, from the board riders and, you know, that great crew of blokes down there. There's so many legends, you know, Silky and I are Bondi boys and, from down the beach there, and when you made your debut, you know the whole area just gets a lift. We love it because you're one of our homegrown. So it's it's so good to see you go out and ply your trade and do what you do on behalf of the people. You're representing the people, and every time you pull that jersey and we see you run out, a little bit of us runs out with you, you know, and we just love it. So give you something back, mate. It's so good. We love that. Thanks, yeah, I'm stoked. I think um, I was speaking to Nugget Orbo the other day about some academy stuff they're doing. So. I'm hoping that, you know, in 10, 15 years' time, there's more more young lads from Bondi and Bronny and Cavelli running out. Yeah, mate, 100%. <laughs> yeah, the, Rad, the Radley carry <laughs> or the Radley, <laughs> Radley pass, mate. You're too pretty and too skillful for that. Mate, uh, <laughs> yeah. Toops and Lindsay uh, both signed today. Toops for two years, three premierships. Must be so exciting. Lindsay, well, he's going to be a, an origin opponent for you next year, but... He's uh, he's played forty nine games. He's he's an outstanding forward. Must be really pleasing to have the stability there of those two re-signing for you. Yeah, stoked, mate. So happy we found out today. Seen him both today. So, um, awesome news. Lindy's a beast, mate. He was a 
it was the best front row on the comp at the start of the year. Obviously disappointed to lose him, but he's a dead set beast. So it's going to be looking forward to playing with him next year. And yeah, it's good to have two Sam eighties. He holds a forty, gets a center own end, and stoked there he signed, mate. We've got a good crew. Beautiful a good crew. Now, Vic, we're going to let you go, mate. But lastly, before we do, just get your thoughts. Saturday night, 7.35 out there at Bank West, taking on the Bulldogs. Obviously, the Bulldogs 5, as they're calling them, are back this weekend. Uh, but we've got a few inclusions. Obviously, Drewy Hutchison played a bit of footy uh, last week. Billy Smith makes his long-awaited return to first grade. And, and of course, yourself, mate. Uh, how do you see this Saturday night? We will get back to to our Roosters footy, mate. Um, I'm excited to... Um, we've we've kind of still got a foundation there, but build back on that foundation and 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 start the back end of the year off right. So we're going to work hard this week on on going back to our Roosters footy and and go after him. And um, hopefully Billy Smith goes over for a try. It's good to see him back out there. And Joey Hutch is back too after the rib. Well, back starting anyway. So just can't wait to get out there and play with him. And BT playing with BT too. I'm that excited. Eh? I'm stoked. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we can't wait, mate. And listen, you uh, monstered, maimed, and mauled your opponents in Brisbane. Long live that Saturday night. I don't know if they're going to let the dogs out, but heaven help them when they do. So thank you so much, mate, for coming on Roosters Radio. You know we're big fans. We're local people that love watching you play. We love meeting up with your old man for a beer. And Vic, good luck Saturday night. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, guys. See you later. Well, there you go, Silky. Very impressive young man. He's pretty excited, uh, Vic. And I like the, he seems to have a little bit of a laid-back sort of feel in that voice. He seems to, you know, I think he, he mentioned a couple of times just subtly that he, as a leader, he knows what he's got. Oh, on, on I the, was so impressed with that. So voice. was I. And listen, he's in his early 20s and, uh, you know, he's been thrust into the leadership with injuries to some of our big leaders. We've got Angus and... Uh, and Teddy off this week. So I'm expecting big things from Victor. And off the field, mate, he's got a little bit of work to do. Not a lot. He knows the decisions to make. He's he's a great young man, mate. And he is a future captain of our club. Mate, he's a character of the game. You know, he, he's got that laconic kind of approach to everything, I guess. But I just really appreciated the honesty that he put his hand up. He said he's made a couple of little uh, yep. mistakes, uh, you know, over the past few weeks. And he owned it. And, he, and we move on. And uh, God help the Bulldogs on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, especially with uh, – sounds like it's exciting for him to get Benny Thomas on the side. When he comes on the field, it's going to be a real double act. You know, those two just one low, one high, like the old days. You're on Roosters Radio, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio and Bush. What a great chat with Victor Radley. Yeah, Silky, uh, you know, very impressive young man. And what about the energy he's going to bring back into this side and the leadership and the uh, staunch upfront defence? Yeah, mate, I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of this week's match, 7.35 kickoff out there at Bank West. Roosters taking on the Bulldogs. Uh, there's some mouthwatering matchups here. The one that catches my eye, of course, is JWH. Against the young firebrand, Jack Hetherington, both enforcers. They've got a bit of history, these two. Remember, uh, Jack and JWH went head-to-head over in New Zealand last year where Jack was playing. So uh, definitely looking uh, forward to that one. And I'm also really looking forward to Victor Radley v. The Forwards. Yeah, well, mate, he's going to take the whole pack on. You can tell that. Josh Jackson, Canterbury Bulldogs, former State of Origin player, mate. You know, he's going to come at him or not. He's been really impressive for the Dogs throughout the year and some real mixed results. Um, it's going to be interesting to see the coaching matchups. You know, young Barrett has been at the helm for only, you know, this season and, you know, going to show 
what he's got. We're coming off the back of a bit of a loss, but you know that's a bad day at the office rather than a reflection of where we are and who we are. Good to see Natty Butcher in the uh, side back in with his younger brother Egan, and uh, congratulations to the whole Butcher family. And as you know, Silky, I spent a bit of time around the Butchers, oh, yeah. uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean Nat and Egan. I mean the actual Butchers, <laughs> and it's working. But um, mate, you know it's an exciting game for us to to get ourselves back on track. I love what Victor Radley said. Uh, in the interview about getting back to playing Roosters footy. I think we didn't play Roosters footy last week, and there's the result, and it happens. Look, we were poor last week, cards on the table. We didn't score a point, uh, nor did the Bulldogs. So both of us coming off bad defeats. Be good to see our boys put some points on the board early. Uh, and of course, the Bulldogs last week, they had five players uh, unavailable due to COVID restrictions, all of them back. So uh, they'll be pretty fresh too. Yeah, and I think that uh, Coach Robinson's going to accept last week as one of those days that happen in rugby league as opposed to, you know, some sort of crisis. A lot of fans out there calling, oh, can we do this? Can we do that? People need to just relax and calm down. In Robbo, we trust. We saw on Roosters Radio. Bell's coined that phrase for sure. And we do. And I think, Silky, my scoreline is Roosters will be definitely 13+. plus. I'm calling into the 40s. I'm going to say Roosters 42, Bulldogs 6. Oh, I like it. Bush, just a quick question. Billy Smith making his return after a long time uh, out with injury. I think he's only played one or two games at the top flight. Can you give our fans a little bit of insight on what he's going to bring to the, the game? Yeah, we interviewed Billy at the Captain's Club at our most recent home game before all the uh, lockdown as such. And, mate, he looked in really good shape. He spoke really well. He said he's fully fit and, uh, you know, the shoulder's feeling good. Um, you know, he's had his knee and his shoulder that kept him out of injury. But he's such a young, dynamic player. He looks superb. I know he's godmother Megan from the Clovelly very well, and as do you. She'll be cheering him on from the sidelines, as are our fans. It's, as you say, Silky, a changing of the guard at the Roosters, and this is where I think the balance that Coach Robinson is bringing in some of our you know, newer players and the talent. Billy's been around for a while. He knows Roosters footy. I'm expecting big things. I'm really looking forward to our halves. With Victor back, he plays like a ball-playing 5'8 as well, so... He does everything at pace. He does. So we've got Drury Hutchison, of course, coming back into the side. Uh, made a good account of himself when he came on last week. Uh, Sammy Walker, and I think Victor will protect Sammy Walker uh, you know, in defence as well. So uh, that might just tighten a few things up on the fringes of the ruck. Having said all that, I, I'm, I'm in uh, agreement with you, Bush. I think we'll put a score on him. I'm going to say Roosters 32, Bulldogs Six. Yeah, good. Well, I've gone 42-6, so I'm going to go for the treble, mate. I think it's 13-plus. I think it's Roosters' victory, and I think it's Victor Radley, man of the match. Throw uh, in Billy Smith for a try scorer. Billy Smith for a try scorer, and there's your multi, folks. Well, that's it for another episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank our very special guest, the one and only Victor, the Inflictor Radley, and, of course, a cameo from the one and only Russ Bothfield. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East, East to win. win.